Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hello. Hi. Daily Ticket, another episode. It's Friday, thank God. Thank God we made it to Friday. And I have a confession to make. I might as well just tell you this off the crack. So my entire life, I've always thought it would be great if I could be good at gambling. I'm horrendous at it. But I always thought to myself, I could be one of those guys. I could have a 1-800 line. Call me for the hot tip of the week. I want to be one of those guys. I want to make my money by betting games. Only problem is I stink. I'll hit a parlay every now and then, but for the most part, I'm always putting in money into whatever account it is I'm betting with. Oh, man, I just want to be good at gambling because it's so much fun. On a college and pro football weekend, it is so much fun. So, and this is going to tie in, I promise. But I was talking to my brother the other day. He happens to be in from San Francisco. And he babysat for my seven-year-old. And when he was babysitting, my wife and I got a little night on the town. It was delightful. But my daughter, she's seven. She wants to paint my uncle's nails, right? That's her big thing. She loves the makeup. So he let her paint his nails. Then, of course, he, you know, got the nail polish off pretty quickly after that. So my brother comes up with this great idea. He knows I'm doing this podcast now. Podcast is only, what, three weeks old or so. Comes up with this great idea. He's like, why don't you let Olive, that's my daughter's name, paint your nails while you're doing the podcast? More people would watch. Be more interesting than just watching you. And I'm like, you know, that's not a bad idea. But then I thought to myself, you know what? She's got to earn it. Or how about this? I got to earn it not happening. So I came up with this great idea. And every now and then, maybe I'm going to do this, right? If it's a bad idea, comment section below. Let me know because I don't want to make too big of a fool of myself, but I'm probably already there, right? So I decided on a great college football weekend. I mean, there are games this weekend. There are top 25 teams versus top 25 teams. A lot of them. And I can't wait for Saturday. It all starts at noon with Michigan and Rutgers, and it goes all throughout the evening when you get Notre Dame hosting Ohio State. I mean, I can't wait. It's a great weekend. So here's what I decided to do. I've decided to get the spreads of how many games do I have? One, two, three, four, five. Five games. Five games. I'm going to pick them with the points. I'll put them up in the comment section below or the banners below. And I'll keep track, and you can keep track, too, if you think I'm going to lie to you. If I do not get three of five correct with the point spread, then my beautiful daughter, Olive, on Tuesday's show, can't do it on Monday because I do that from Ford Field, but on Tuesday's show, she will paint my fingernails while I do the podcast. So if you happen to watch on YouTube, it's going to be rather embarrassing for me 
it's going to be fun for Olive. And she's very cute. So uh, it'll be fun to watch, I'm sure, too. So I got the games. I don't know if this is a good idea. I mean, I'm not going to let her paint my face with makeup. That's going way too far. Nobody wants to see that. Although maybe in a later episode, if I do truly horrendous. How about this? If I don't get a single game right, she can apply makeup to my face, too. But I don't think that's going to happen. God, I hope that doesn't happen. So here's the games. I'm going to pick them. I need to get three of five correct to avoid the nail polish. If I can't, she gets to paint my nail on Tuesday's episode of The Daily Ticket. And by the way, I'm not off to a great start because as you might remember, last Friday's show, a week ago, I gave my lock of the week that Washington would cover against, um, or that Michigan State would cover against Washington. That was stupid of me. That was really dumb of me. And Washington beat the crap out of them. So I'm not off to a great start. Let's see if I can rectify the situation. So here we go. Five games, and then we're going to get into a topic. I actually have something for you today that I think is quite interesting. But five games. Game number one, Michigan-Rutgers. It's at the big house. Michigan favored by 24. This is the most confident pick of the five, at least for me. I don't believe in Michigan. They haven't really destroyed three cupcakes. We talked about it in yesterday's podcast. Rutgers is 3-0. and They played a tougher schedule. They got the third best defense in the Big Ten. I think Rutgers covers. I don't think they win, but I think they cover. Game number one, I go Rutgers. I'll take the 24 points. Game number two, I love this game. Colorado at Oregon. Coach Prime making the trip to Oregon. And the interesting thing about this game is they don't have Travis Hunter, their best weapon. They barely beat Colorado State. We all remember them upsetting TCU, but nobody believes TCU is all that good. But 21 is such a big number. Colorado does have players. There's no question about that. Oregon, very good team, top 11 in the country. I think Oregon wins the game, but I think Colorado, without a doubt, covers. Bet number two. So I got Michigan not covering. Rutgers, I'm taking the 24. And I got Colorado, I'm taking the 21. Pick number three. This one's tough for me. Great game, 3.30. UCLA makes a trip to the Utes to take on Utah. UCLA getting six, I'll take the six. I like UCLA's offense. I like Chip Kelly. I love these back 12 quarterbacks. I'll take UCLA in a very tough place to play at Utah. Pick number four, Iowa at Penn State. This is hard for me because Iowa plays good defense. Iowa's offense is truly lousy. It's going to be a whiteout in crappy Valley. I mean, happy Valley. 15 points, though, against Iowa. That is a big number. I mean, let's not forget Penn State went to Illinois and covered what? The 17 last week. 15. This is the toughest one, at least for me, of the five. I'm going to take Iowa. I'm going to take Cade McNamara in the points. And then the last game, I love this game. I can't wait for this game. 7.30, under touchdown Jesus, Ohio State getting three at Notre Dame. I don't trust Ohio State. I know they put up 61 on Western Kentucky last week. I'm going to take the Irish, give me the three. And I actually think the Irish went outright, to tell you the truth. So there you go. I'm taking Rutgers and the points. I'm taking Colorado and the points. I'm taking UCLA and the points. I'm taking Iowa and the points. Wow, look, clean sweep. And I'm taking Notre Dame and the points. Let me know what you think. And if I don't get three of the five correct, my beautiful daughter gets to paint my nails 
on Tuesday's podcast of the Daily Ticket. If I do get three or four, dare I say five, no nail polish. And yes, if I swing and miss on all of them, if I get all five wrong, which would be truly pathetic, I probably quit the podcast. I quit gambling altogether, although I don't know if I can. Kind of a degenerate. And I will allow my daughter to put makeup on my face. But that's only if I strike out on all five. So thank you. By the way, comment section below, is this a good idea? I don't know. I have no idea if this is a good idea. But my brother came up with it. I thought, ah, be a little fun in the podcast. Why not take ownership of this podcast, have a little fun? And now we'll wait with the show. Because we are still getting ready as well, not only for a great college football weekend, but we got the Lions in Atlanta. So many injuries for the Lions. And this podcast is not about that, I swear. There's so much negativity about the Lions, too. I mean, nobody trusts in Dan Campbell. The Aaron Glenn bashing is upon us. If they lose the game to Atlanta, they're going to be one and two heading into a Thursday game on a short week at Green Bay at Lambeau Field. Can you imagine starting one and three? Oh, no. That would be lousy. All the hype and positivity and optimism would have left the building. But I don't want to talk about any of that, to tell you the truth, because it's all kind of got me down. And I do kind of think you guys don't even respond to losing Lions football. I don't even think you want to watch it. I think you see it and you ignore it. So I decided to talk about something maybe a little bit more positive, and that's the quarterback, Jared Goff. And the only reason I bring this up, it's twofold, actually. When the Lions lost on Sunday to Seattle, one of the Lions blogs was very quick to put up an article on Monday saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I know it's a losing Monday, but you got to pay Jared Goff. And I'm like, this is weird. Why are you coming up with this article right now? Makes no sense to me. Then I saw something that the Lions tweeted out. And I said to myself, oh, okay. Maybe we do got to talk about Jared Goff. So I'm going to read you this tweet by the Detroit Lions, and then I have a question that follows. And it's pretty remarkable to tell you the truth. The Lions tweeted this out, I think, yesterday. Jared Goff has produced a QB rating of 85 or better in nine straight games, which is the longest active streak in the NFL. It's also a Lions franchise record. It's pretty impressive, right? 85 rating or better. Nine straight games. Longest active streak in the NFL, a Lions record. It's pretty good. Then the tweet went on. This season, Jared Goff, second in yards per attempt, 8.23. That's healthy. Third in quarterback rating, a 109 for two games. Tied for fourth in passing touchdowns with four. And fifth in passing yards with 576. Jared Goff came to Detroit as a bridge quarterback. I think we all thought that. When Brad Holmes went out and made the deal with Les Need and, of course, the Los Angeles Rams and he got two first-round picks, we looked at Goff as a throw-in. We're like, yeah, a guy will play quarterback two years. We're going to get to draft our quarterback, and then he's going to be our superstar. That's our dream. But a funny thing happened. Jared Goff won you all over. He got in your hearts. He stole your soul. And now you love Jared Goff, and for good reason, by the way. Last year, the final 10 games of the season, Lions went eight and two. Goff was unbelievable. 2,500 yards, 17 touchdowns, one interception. Completed passes at a 66% clip. 
had a 103.8 rating and was one of the big reasons why the Lions even had a chance to make the postseason to begin with. Goff has been tremendous as a Lion. And I know he threw a pick six against Seattle on Sunday, but I'm willing to let it go because it was still a great game. That offense still clicks, even though nobody liked to see the last drive in regulation. Jared Goff is totally comfortable. And I think Ben Johnson is the OC. Has done a great job with Jared Goff. I think Goff and Ben Johnson has developed a great relationship. And now it gets uncomfortable. Because I said all these great things. You got to ask yourself, are you ready to pay Jared Goff? Jared Goff is a free agent after next year. Okay? Now, I guess you could franchise him and keep him around at a ridiculous price tag for a couple more years. But I don't see that happening. He makes $21 million this season and next season. If you decide to pay Jared Goff, he's going to be top five paid. It's going to cost you $45 to $50 million a year. That is a healthy pay increase. He's 28 years old. He's got great command of this offense. Him, QB coach Mark Brunel, Ben Johnson have worked amazing together. And I think it's only going to get better as time moves on here. And I'll be perfectly honest with you. In the offseason, when we had these conversations, because, you know, there's nothing to talk about. Should we pay Jared Goff? I was always, no, 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 no. At least wait. But I don't want to pay Jared Goff. At least my belief back then was the following. I don't want to pay Jared Goff because I don't fully believe in him. He's changing my mind on that. Not that it matters what I think. But I also do worry if you give that big of a price tag to one guy, you got to re-sign the people you already love that are on this team. Eventually, soon, you got to re-sign Panay Sewell. You got to extend Amon Ross St. Brown. Same for Aiden Hutchinson and other guys I miss. That's why it's hard to be a good football team because eventually you got to say goodbye to good players that you really wanted to keep, but you had to keep other players and pay them a lot of money so it eats into your salary cap. I've always been a big believer that Goff wasn't the guy because maybe I blamed them for what happened in Los Angeles. Maybe I thought he was lucky even to go to the Super Bowl at all with considering how they got there against the Saints in that NFC title game with that blow and pass interference call. Like, I never really believed in golf. But last year, the last 10 games, and then the first two two games this season, I do. He's changing my mind. And I do wonder how much better can you get? But that's the question. How much better can you get, right? Let me take this down for a second. Let's break into it, shall we? I've always figured that the Lions would draft a quarterback last couple years, get that quarterback ready, develop that quarterback, and you put him into a great situation with some offensive weapons, some good running backs, and behind a very potent offensive line. I always ask myself, this is what I find myself asking myself, how much more can Jared Goff give me or you than somebody else? Like look at Hendon Hooker, for instance. He's not going to play this year. You took him in the third round. Could he be ready to play next year? Could he eventually replace Jared Goff? If that were the case, you don't have to pay Goff 45 to 50 million a season. You send them packing and Hendon Hooker's your new guy. And let's say he's 75% of what Goff gives you. Pretty good. Eventually, he makes up for the other 25%. And when you have to repay him or re-sign him, rather, he's not going to cost you anywhere near to what Goff is going to cost you. Thus, you get a cheaper quarterback 
and you get to build the rest of your team. But the salary cap's going up, right? Salary cap went up $16 million from last year to this year. It's a record $224.8 million. By all accounts, it's going to keep skyrocketing. Revenue is through the roof. The salary cap's going to go up even more. So by the time you pay golf, which would be after this year, maybe, maybe that contract doesn't look all that bad. So you got to ask yourself, do you want golf at all? And I think a lot of people say yes. When do you pay them? Now or after the season? You pay him now, you get him for a little cheaper, obviously. You'll wait till after the season. He's going to probably cost you more if he is the guy that you think he is, a very good quarterback. I still don't know what to do, though. I think everybody is convinced that Jared Goff is the franchise quarterback because we're in Detroit. And I'm not ripping on anybody, but if we're being completely honest, just a smidge of success is going to make Detroit Lions fans want to keep their guy doesn't matter if he can win the big one. Do we believe Jared Goff can win the big one? I don't know the answer there. So if I'm forced to choose, and I keep seeing all these articles about Jared Goff and how good he's been, if I'm forced to choose, I'm definitely not signing him right now. I'm going to wait and see what happens in the regular season. I'm going to keep a very open mind. And then we have some hard conversations at the end of the year. But I really do wonder. I really do wonder if that's the right decision. Because I still believe that you can find a lot of quarterbacks, and I don't have names, unfortunately, but you can find a lot of quarterbacks that you can bring into this system, groom, develop, and they'd be just fine for so much cheaper. If contract wasn't a thing, if it didn't matter, then yeah, of course you bring back Jerry Goff. But I want to know from you. Usually I come on here, I have an opinion. It's set in stone. Very stubborn. I think I'm right. With this, however, I don't know what the right move is. I fully admit it. I know the right move is not signing him right now. Just because you could save a couple bucks. I'll wait. And I'll figure out what to do after the season. But as Jared Goff, that guy, do you believe he's the guy that can take you to the next level? Win you a Super Bowl? Because if we're being honest, that is what the goal is. And I think people are unfair to Goff, too. Like, everybody talks about the deep ball. If you look at his deep ball stats, he's fine. He's competent. Go back to that deep ball he threw in Green Bay last game of the season. It was remarkable. Like, Goff is great. And he's won me over, too. I just don't know if he's won me over enough to pay him a ridiculous contract. And then you have to start saying goodbye to other players on your team because you can't afford everybody. So what do you do? As we get ready for Lions and Atlanta. Atlanta's good. Bijan Robinson's good. What camp are you in? Are you in the let's sign Goff right now camp because he's our guy and he's cheaper than he would be later in the season or after the season? Are you in my camp? I guess I'm going to wait and see. Or maybe you're also kind of in my camp too. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go find a different quarterback. And maybe that guy is right under your nose in Hendon Hooker. Comment section below. Resigning Jared Goff, is that the way to go? What do you think? Also, don't forget about the five college football games. I'll revisit them at the very end of this podcast. Just so you know, I'm not cheating you. I lose, my daughter paints my nails on the podcast. 
Let's get to the comments, though, shall we? All right, here we go. Good comment. Hey, Rieger, despite the Lions winning or losing this weekend, don't you still think they're going to win the division? It's so bad. Um, I don't know about that. Lions are banged up, obviously, but Green Bay looks pretty good. Green Bay is missing Bakhtiara, Aaron Jones, Christian Watkins, and they barely lost. They lost by a point on kind of a brain fart by Jordan Love, which he admitted to. Jordan Love, by the way, has been the best quarterback in football through two weeks. So they almost beat Atlanta themselves. I think Green Bay is pretty good. We're going to find out a lot in two weeks. Two weeks from yesterday when the Lions go to Lambeau and take on the Packers. But they got to keep winning. Lions got to beat Atlanta. Because could you imagine if they go to one and two? And even if you want to blame the injuries, that's fine. I don't know if I'm going to buy that. But then it's a massive game that you have to win on Thursday night football on a short week. So I guess I don't agree with you. Like the Vikings, they seem like they might be dead. They're talking about trading Kirk Cousins if they start 0-3 if they lose this weekend. The Bears are a complete and utter train wreck. So it's down to you and the Packers. You both have the same record right now. But I'm not ready to say that it's your division for sure because I just don't know how good Green Bay is. They might be pretty good. And then, here's the bad comment. This one from at my Tyran 77 My T-R-Y-A-N. Tryan 77 So the last podcast I did was about Michigan football. Is there reason to worry? I said yes. They haven't looked impressive against the three powder puffs they played. So this individual says, Jeff with his Valente-approved take. So he's ripping on me. Because as you know, Mike Valenti from the afternoon show on 97 won the ticket. Spartan grad, loves Michigan State, rips on Michigan. Pretty damn good at what he does. He's amazing. So he's saying I'm puppeting Valente because I said maybe there's something to be worried about with Michigan. Fair enough. We'll see. Game against Rutgers is big people. Maybe they go out and beat the crap out of them and I look foolish. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Greg Schiano and the Scarlet Knights are going to give Michigan a game. And if you're not concerned about the Wolverines, if you're just sloughing it off because, hey, they're bored or, you know, they'll just turn the light switch when they're ready to play hard. If Rutgers gives them a big game, I don't think Rutgers will beat them. Let's not forget they led at the half last year. But if Rutgers gives them a game, you might feel differently. So, daily ticket. I hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Great weekend of football. It's gorgeous outside. And again, if I get three of five correct, I'm safe. Five games I picked, Iowa, Penn State. Here, let me run down the list very quickly again. Michigan getting 24 against Rutgers at the big house. I took Rutgers. Colorado getting 21 against Oregon. I took Coach Prime. UCLA getting six at Utah. I took UCLA. Iowa at Penn State. Iowa getting 15. I took Iowa. And Ohio State giving three at Notre Dame. I took Notre Dame. So I took all the dogs and I took all the points. If I get three of five right, I'm safe. Anything worse than that, my daughter will be on film on Tuesday painting my nails. You get to choose the colors. Comment section below. All right. Let me know. What about Jared Goff? When do you pay him? How concerned are you? Is he your guy? Let me know. Comment section. And also, what colors would you like my daughter to paint my nails in case I lose? I don't think I'm going to lose. I feel pretty good. All right. We'll catch you next week. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Brighton, Orlando, Monday after a Lions hopefully win against Atlanta. We'll talk to you. See ya.